Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for a spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Jana Carey, the Elven Starseed Oracle, is my guest today, and she believes that channeling is the most advanced form of communication that exists on the planet right now. Jan is here to share some practical tools for opening your own channel to receive the wisdom of your higher self and your spiritual guides, as well as some simple tips for refining your intuition. So are you ready to meet her? Jana Carey channels, speaks, teaches, and writes on behalf of an unconditionally loving team of Ascended Masters, Archangels, and Elven Starseed Guides. Jana is a lightworker, a divine feminine revolutionary, and a master intuitive healer. Her work is a unique blend of intuitively channeled guidance, quantum energy healing, flower essence therapy, plant spirit medicine, depth psychology, and spiritual coaching. You can find out more about Jana and her work at janacarry.com. Jana, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much, Karen. It's such a pleasure to be back speaking with you. Oh, I'm glad to have you back on the show. Maybe we should start by just defining what is channeling? What do you mean when you say that? So channeling, really one of the most simple ways to think about it, is it's a, it's a way of receiving a psychic information. Um. And there's many different ways you can receive psychic information. There's clairaudience through your hearing. There's clairvoyance um, through your seeing, clairsentience through empathic knowing, um, claircognizance through thoughts, clear thoughts. So there's lots of different ways that spirit, source, God, goddess, however you want to define it, is always wanting to communicate with us. And so channeling is a way of both receiving and communicating that form of psychic information. It's a form of advanced communication. And so one of the ways I like to to also define it as we live in a quantum reality, even though through our human brain and through our human ego structure, and I think our human ego structure is actually very necessary for living on this planet. Without it, we'd be crazy. Um, But our human ego structure, because it often gets demonized, helps us to really see things, the world in a linear form. And that's the way we've kind of agreed to live life on planet Earth. Like first A happens, then B happens. But really, there are dimensions that exist beyond space and time in terms of the quantum field of reality. And quantum physicists talk about this. And so there's a lot happening multidimensionally all the time. And so channeling is a way of receiving that information and then being able to translate that into a clear, coherent, linear narrative for people to understand. That there's an old way of thinking about channeling. And by the way, so I call myself an intuitive guide and psychic channel. So when I use channel, I mean, I open a space, I get out of the way and I let spirit speak through me. There's an old way of thinking about channel where channel means you put on some flowy robes, you roll your eyes back in your head, and all of a sudden someone else is speaking through you. This is often done with like a pretend accent, right? 
How is right? That's and that's the old. So you say channel and people's they like they tighten up. They're like, wait a minute. I don't I don't know. Where's it coming from? Am I going to have an accent? So you to me, as you're talking about this connection to to like what is in the universe, to the many different realities, where would you say channeling comes from? Oh, I love that. And you made me giggle. Um, so the way I think there's, you know, we're, we're switching over to a new spiritual, new spiritual paradigm as we're co-creating this new earth together. And that, that old, you know, so a lot of the old ways of doing things are, are shifting and even on the spiritual path and there's new ways of doing things. And I, you know, that, that older way you're talking about of channeling, I can I traditionally call that trance channeling. Mm-hmm. And then there's a more practical way of channeling, which is really about communicating with, and that's not to put down trance channeling. It absolutely has a purpose and has brought a a lot of really powerful information onto the planet from advanced beings, you know, everything from like Abraham Hicks that people are really familiar with. Esther serves as a trance, uh, trance channel in that capacity, you know, a lot of star beings and whatnot, but it can be scary because it's the idea of, like, giving your body over to, like, you know, this alien being that's going to speak through you. And I really believe in this new paradigm. It's about being really sovereign and grounded. We're all our own best teachers, masters, and guides. And so really in that capacity, we can think about channeling as opening up to the wisdom of our own higher self, which is our own connection with divinity, source, God, again, whatever term you want to use for, for divinity, I'm, I'm totally cool with. So that's sort of the, the really simple new paradigm way of thinking about channeling that makes it hopefully less scary or, you know, out there or weird or woo-woo for people. So it's a little bit easier for them to start to accept so that their subconscious doesn't just go, delete, this is too weird, I'm throwing this out, not even thinking about it. Um, yeah. And how did you wake up for yourself as a channel? What was that like? Well, there was a couple different stages. I mean, I came onto the planet, you know, as a, as a being where I've, I've channeled now at this stage of my journey, I realized that this is something that I've mastered in a number of lifetimes. So it's, just, it's, um, and there's something that I'm, I'm starting to plant is that past life, or sometimes people call it parallel life, information is a valid form of gnosis. It's a valid, like all the gifts and tools that we've learned in other lifetimes can be things that we can really access and bring online in this very dynamic lifetime as humanity is starting to awaken. So it's a gift that I always have had, but that I shut down and I came into this lifetime, you know, not actually remembering, even though I did have a lot of psychic things happen to me as a child that got really scary. And so I shut them down because I didn't have anyone to guide me through that process. But there were two stages of of major awakening and opening my channel. The first being when I lost my, my twin flame, my younger brother, Chris, to bone cancer. And his death was um, such a profound spiritual experience that it really cracked me open. And because of the bond of our love, really, it all comes back to love. The profound love and desire I had to stay in communication with Chris and his spirit when he crossed over to the other realms really opened my channel. And even at the moment of his death, I was able to track his spirit in the room. Um, and that was one of the, the, 
the first wave of really starting to open back up to being a channel for source and receiving psychic information. And the second way, it, was, it wasn't an overnight process, but during the, there was, there was, there's been a number of, you know, big shifts that have happened on our planet. And one that my guides call the Great Galactic Shift in, in 2012, some people have talked about it in connection with the Mayan calendar. Um, when a lot of things shifted is when I started, my gifts started opening back up. I started opening up more as a, as a channel. And that's the time where I started to really come out of the spiritual closet and start to own all these psychic and intuitive gifts that I had. But it's definitely been a step-by-step process. It hasn't, it's not been an overnight process. Do you think anyone can be a channel? Yes, I do. I do think that everyone is a channel to source in varying degrees. And my, my guides, my team and I, as I call them, we want that to be a very empowering message. That's our deeper heartfelt desire, is that everybody has the ability to be a channel for source in varying degrees. Many people listening to this call, wherever they are in terms of their awakening journey and awakening back up to different spiritual and intuitive gifts that they may have had in other lifetimes. Being a channel is part of your divine birthright, but it's not going to look the same for everyone else. Um, You know, everybody I believe has, just like everybody has a unique fingerprint, everybody has a unique psychic or spiritual intuitive gift blueprint. You know, it's part of their divine genome. And, of course, it comes to, down to the willingness, the openness, the desire, and the commitment to really be a channel. We live in a free will universe. And so if the idea of opening up to being a channel sounds horrific to someone, then great. You have the free will not to choose that. But if you do, if the desire is there and you have the willingness and you, and you have that choice, then absolutely you can take steps to start to open your channel. And for some... The channel starts to open whether they're aware, whether they have the desire or not, like their higher self's aware of it. Um, A really simple way also to think about being a channel is in terms of, you know, it's not just always about channeling psychic information in terms of like sitting down and having an intuitive session with someone. I mean, you know, artists are channels. When they open their channel to source and create a beautiful song or paint a beautiful painting, or when someone receives, you know, really profound information, like a genius idea for creating a new solution for the environment. Um, that's all different forms of channeling. Or even an athlete, when you see them in flow and they're just able to do things with their body that seems impossible, that's them being a channel for their highest version of their self, for their best self. So absolutely, I believe that everyone is a channel, the source and their higher self and divinity in a very unique and varying ways. You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. My guest is Jana Carey, and you can find out more about Jana and her work at janacarey.com. That's J-A-N-A-C-A-R-R-E-Y.com, janacarey.com. You know what this is making me think about is I wonder if we are already channels and that what you and I are talking about is how do I refine this? How do I create that expression? If it's true that source speaks through me, lives through me, shines through me in whatever I'm doing, whether I'm aware of it or not, how do I open that door? 
How do I clear a space? How do I come up with an expression that fits who I am and how I can best be a gift of light in, in the world? That's such a beautiful question, Karen, and I and I'm just a beautiful way of framing it. Yes, absolutely. Um, in terms of, you know, really coming back to, to what I shared at the last time is it's the willingness, the openness, the desire, and the commitment to walk this path of being a unique channel. I mean, it's something that I think you see kids, like their channel is still open to source, especially young kids. You know, they're just, they're so connected in the flow. They, they can create really beautiful out-of-the-box artwork and whatnot. And so it's something that, you know, as we sort of entrained our family systems or school or society around us, it's like we, we shut the channel down. So absolutely we can open the channel back up. And that's not saying that everybody shuts it down, but that's just sort of the general process that happens to a lot of people on, on this planet. Um, so in terms of really, a really refining and like choosing to open the channel back up, I think creating really healthy, having really healthy boundaries and creating a sacred container around the practice of channeling is really important, especially for protecting the integrity of what you're channeling and treating it with reverence and respect. Um, I think some of the really beautiful ways to start to approach, approach channeling are through the practice of prayer, and meditation. Now, before I sit down to do a, a sacred session, even before I sat, you know, before we sat down to have this conversation today, Karen, I always go into prayer and in a form of, of um, creating a sacred ceremonial container through prayer. Well, and, you know, so, and also before I'll, I'll meditate to also clear my channel. And those are two really important tools. So prayer is, is a very powerful spiritual technology for, say, setting intentions and, and asking to open your channel. And meditation is more the listening, where the prayer is the asking and the meditation is the listening, the receiving for guidance. So just starting to, you know, for listeners, they can start to get into a practice of prayer and meditation, of that asking and receiving that helps them to start to open their channel and start to prepare to become clearer channels. Um, I think some other really important tools are, in terms of becoming a clearer channel, What a message that comes through a lot from my guides that we want to share with folks is about really cleaning up your act. So cleaning up your diet, you know, limiting alcohol, caffeine, processed foods, sugar, you know, having a balanced relationship with technology, taking really good care of yourself and your body. Because in this new paradigm, we're here to be really embodied, grounded channels, you know, not just channeling a bunch of information through our crown chakra and our lives are a mess. It's like for the information to be really relevant coming through as a channel, it's really important to take good care of yourself and your body uh, yeah, so that's just a very, that's a very important way, and, and, and having honor and reverence for your body being the vessel through which the channeled information comes through. Now, you shared that you receive guidance and information through your guides and through the Elven Starseed team. How do people listening begin to develop a relationship with 
their team? What if they don't even know they have a team? Well, for starters, everybody has has guides. Everyone has mentors, spirit guides that they can call upon. Um, a lot of a lot of the angels and ascended masters that I work with are available to other people to call upon. So a big part of that is just the willingness and the desire to start to open up to these guides. I think another really important thing is working with mentors and working with teachers who are already experienced channels. So when you sit down and have a session, and you, I, I believe you've probably experienced this for, with your own clients, Karen, when someone comes to an experienced channel or an intuitive guide, when they're in session with you, their field attunes to your field and they start to open up. And there's like a resonance going on where they start to open up to their intuitive gifts and their abilities to listen. And then also in that container, you get the validation. As, as messages start to come through, you can get the validation and the mirroring from a teacher. So I find that mentoring or seeking out teachers and getting mirroring from other experienced intuitive and, and channels either through mentorships or through just, you know, one session is really invaluable, a really invaluable tool. And it's something that I've done along my path, walking to become a more experienced channel myself as well. Well, and it's part of keeping it, keeping it clean, cleaning up our acts. Part of taking care of yourself and taking care of the channel is that you seek out opportunities to learn more. You seek out support where you need it. And you find people you trust who can help you um, amplify and validate that gift that you're working on. Um, one of the kind of the not great ways of thinking about developing your intuitive abilities is you have to do it all by yourself. It's going to be scary. It will largely be negative. And there may or may not be like an accent in a robe, right? So you think you have to do yeah. it all by yourself and it's <laughs> going to be weird. But the truth is that when you really do open your channel when you say I'm open to this I'm open to learning there are communities and tools and books and oh look radio programs all kinds of things that you can listen to and and be part of that will help you one to me one of the gifts of being a channel is that it's it is proof that I am not alone you know it's proof that we are all interconnected in that way Absolutely. And I think that that's such an important point that you bring up about not doing this alone, because I think that's a big part of what we're healing up in this really dynamic lifetime is that like, especially here in the United States, the kind of rugged individualism that we're here to do it all alone. And that's also where the human ego can go a little not so helpful you know this whole thing that like i'm here to do it alone but it's like no god is an ensemble performance like divinity it's like it's and that's really we're really here to do it together and there can be that can in and of itself can be part of your spiritual growth when you humble your heart you become vulnerable and you reach out for help like we are absolutely here to not do this alone and to get help and support in my own journey i'm being i'm still reminded of that all the time um, so I'm so grateful that you shared that. And there's so much important information out there and, and different channels. And there's just, there's so, in this internet age, there's so many tools. So I also want to remind listeners to really trust themselves. And when you're seeking out support, make sure that it feels good. It feels safe. It feels resonant. And it feels emotionally supportive, like someone you can trust. 
Um, there's no need to jump in with anybody if they don't feel like the right fit. Like, it's really important to honor yourself and honor what feels good. And, and then that might switch over time. You might, you know, work with one teacher community and then it, it switches and likely it will. Um, but we have such a beautiful opportunity with so much information out there for and even in it, even that's even refining your intuition that even starts the process of choosing okay I'm going to choose this gut instinct that this person feels really good so I'm going to work with them well and that's part of that what I think is one of the key components of being clear in your channel is that gift of discernment does this feel right to me is this right to me now is this guided now is this in the highest and best good for me and my team or me and the collective or whatever that is, but allowing yourself to exercise that gift of discernment. One of the things when you say channel, people are afraid their discernment will be taken away. It's the opposite of that. It opens you up to exercise that gift of discernment and that then opens whole new, whole new worlds. Now I know that that, that mentoring and divine feminine community is one of the things that you're really passionate about. Can you share a little bit about what you're creating Absolutely. So um, right now, um, at first, I just want to mention that, you know, there's a divine feminine movement that's sweeping the planet right now. Um, Whether listeners, some listeners might already be aware of it, you know, like the goddess rising, divine feminine rising. And if it's not to bash the masculine, we all have feminine and masculine polarities within us, regardless of how we choose or not to choose to identify on the gender spectrum. But it's just really bringing things back into balance, more alignment with the heart to kind of balance out the mind and the overly masculine, you know, patriarchal paradigms of the past. It's bringing things back into alignment, into balance, bringing us back into right relationship with the earth, not trashing it. And so, I feel that, and that's, it's part of this, you know, this awakening process. Some people call it the quickening. Some people start, you know, call it the start of the new golden age paradigm that's sweeping the planet right now. And it's going to be continuing more and more over the next 7, 10, 21 years. And so having really, you know, having a strong connection to channeling as a form of communication and your own intuitive gifts is so important moving forward to really be able to exercise, you know, your own discernment, connecting to your own channel is going to be so such such important tools moving forward. Um, you know, part of this process can seem really scary when these gifts are coming on, you know, when these new gifts are coming online and you're like, ah, I kind of want to do this, but I don't. A lot of my journey felt really scary. And so I've, you know, as a light worker and a way shower have created a program to help other beings that are going through this journey to help them so that this doesn't have to feel so scary. So one of the things I've created is a divine feminine alchemy mentorship program. And so it's a three month mentorship that, and specifically now I'm working mostly with women, although if men are called and really are, you know, want to, to hone and embody their divine feminine essence, they're welcome to this as well. But it's really about embodying your divine feminine essence and, which includes enhancing your, your abilities to channel the wisdom of your higher self and to refine your own intuitive guidance system. And, you know, having that discernment that you talk about, Karen, and a refined intuitive guidance system is so important, especially as the world that we live in gets increasingly complex and fast-paced. 
there's so much information that's being thrown at us every day that we have to sift through. And really, you need your own divinity's wisdom as your team on your side to really get through this time of awakening and quickening. So that's a big part of what I've created with this Divine Feminine, feminine excuse me, Alchemy Mentorship Program. This is one of the things I've created, but I'm really excited about this, particularly because I'm, I have spots for new clients opening up this fall and winter 2018. Well, and I know that we're just at the end of our time together, but where can listeners get more information about that program and the many other things that you're offering? Well, they can go to my website, which you have so graciously mentioned, <laughs> janacary.com. J-A-N-A-C-A-R-R-E-Y.com. And from there, under the Work Together section, they can read more about the Divine Feminine Alchemy Mentorship Program. And if they feel called to that, they can go through the simple application process. Um, When they're on my website, I also invite listeners to sign up for my newsletter where they can get more information about upcoming classes. I will eventually be uh, offering a class on channeling as well. They can connect to my social media um, through my website as well. But I really invite listeners to sign up for the website. And when they do so, they also will get 30% off their first session with me, a private channeled session. So that's an added incentive to sign up for the newsletter as well. Jana, thank you so much for being on the program. You bring this through with a kind of clarity and good humor that is, I think that's awesome. Thank you for connecting with us today. Thank you so much, Karen. It's always such an honor and a pleasure and so much fun to talk with you. It is fun, isn't it? Thank you, Jana. (laughs) (laughs) That's Jana Carey, that website. Again, so many things to click over there is janacarey.com, J-A-N-A-C-A-R-R-E-Y.com, janacarey.com. Also, please go over to karenhager.com if you're interested in a private session with me. There's classes, events, all kinds of stuff. And remember, our free guided meditation takes place the first Sunday of every month Details about that at openpeacefulheart.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace.